Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Up On Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Watch it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. L.A., man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. Missouri. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Man, welcome in up on game this Saturday morning. We're broadcasting live from TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This beautiful Saturday, if you want to say something to us, uh, communicate with us, tweet us at LeVar Arrington, at Hoosh84, at Paxico Burris, and at Fox Sports Radio. You can listen live and iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. Search up on game wherever you get your podcast. Fellas, good morning. Good late morning to Mr. Burris. Uh, how y'all yeah. doing? How y'all feeling? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm good. Stretch there? You there, Stretch? Oh, man, I'm good. Great, How you man? feeling? It's a, it's a beautiful Saturday, How man, you, up here, man. You know, the sun's out a little bit. Uh, we might get into the low 90s today. Okay. Oh. So, okay. Uh, you know, a little, little cerveza, a little blue crab apple. Uh, it'll be oh. uh, a fabulous Saturday. Well, I've got to tell you, 
Go, yeah, go, you, go, TJ, go. Flex, you, you, re- you, you really chef. You be really chefing it up like that on a regular, huh? Come on, man. It's your boy, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, and, Taylor, and we do it on the show, grilling in his sneakers and yeah, my boots, no socks on, and all of that. Man, look, listen yeah. over here, man. We just get straight to the meat and potatoes, man. We, we don't matter, man. You know what I mean? I got, I got my bone-in chicken thighs right now, marinating in the, in the refrigerator. Well, I got to tell y'all, man. I'm out here in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm out here for mm. Frontier Days, and the barbecue is fine. The beers are cold, and I tell you what, I got those big boots for stepping, baby. So that's what you I'm got. Them. You ready? Oh man, we already been stepping. You know, we already been step stepping well, okay. big too. You know what I mean? Big belt buckles, big hats. You know what I mean? Country hey, music. Well, it, it, it was a big step taken. Yesterday as well. Ooh, nice, ooh. nice big step. What a and, hell and of a segue, TJ Hutchman Zada. And, and it's the thing. The reason I felt like uh, I should run the show today is because I, I oh, not even I, we, we want to get Lavar's opinion on this topic more so than anything else. Because when he runs the show, he doesn't really get the voices' opinion as much as me and Plexico, and so hmm. right. The Washington Commanders get sold yesterday. And for LeVar, this may have more meaning considering he was a number two draft pick coming out of Penn State to the then Washington Redskins. Uh, didn't get didn't get along with Daniel Schneider and the organization uh, when he was a player. Once he left, there was a lot of acrimony involved there. And so for LeVar, this may have a different meaning for you. Um, hopefully you can mend fences with this new ownership group. Um, for Plex, uh, is it good for the league? Do you see Washington turning that culture around? Um, I do. I, I don't think it'll be immediate. Um, you know, but I do know that uh, Josh Harris went on the record uh, a few days ago and said that there will be a culture shift or change within the organization. Um, you know, in the near future. And basically, what that means to me, if uh, Ron Rivera doesn't uh, have a good season this year, get happen to get the Commanders to the playoffs, that means he'll probably be fired. But um, uh, growing up in Virginia and for us not having a professional team in, in, in either sport, um, the, where I'm from in Tidewater, it, it's full of Washington fans. And, 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 and let alone D.C. I mean, it's one of the biggest fan bases in all the sports. People really don't understand how big the fan base is in D.C. and down in the DMV in Virginia. And people are happy. They are excited that Daniel Snyder is no longer the owner of this football team. And, you know, I, I can't really speak on the culture that he, um, you know, started or went through the, his tenure while he was the owner. But i just been hearing nothing but negative things in the culture that he created. So a lot of people are excited from that standpoint. And, and lastly, to put a product on the football field that, that can compete – because they really haven't been relevant and in the NFC East or the conference for the last 20 years. So moving forward, uh, I, I think there will be a facelift soon, maybe not this year, but in the coming future. You, you know, it's interesting. And, and listen, I could be one of those guys to pile on. I've already did my I told you so's for years. I've said I told you so for years. I, I've said – this is who the dude is for years. And I, I I wanted to make sure that I separated Daniel Snyder from – 
the organization as a whole and the community and the fan base and the players as a whole. It was not this was not a Washington um, football team scenario that was horrible. It wasn't the players were horrible. The fans were horrible. The cities were horrible. And when you say the cities, you got the district, you got, you know, Plex mentioned the Tidewater. Our, our fan base runs down even into Carolina because there wasn't a football team in Carolina. So our fan base runs all the way down into Carolina, all the way up into basically into Maryland. And and so when you talk about the DMV, you got you got Maryland, you got the District of Columbia, and you got Virginia. Our our fans are are loyal. They're they're tremendous. They're 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 very very um, energetic, and and it, it it was amazing. Like thinking about when you're going to be a high draft pick. I you know I decided to come out early because my draft grade was really high. And it had me going in the top 10 and they were projecting me to go one or two. And in that in that one or two scenario, you think about it, I didn't want to go to Cleveland. I, I You know, I told them, y'all got to pay me quarterback money if I'm coming to Cleveland because I probably won't get another big deal because I'm going to be in Cleveland and we're going to lose. And, and then what does a second contract look like? What does an, an extension look like? Like, y'all got to pay me up front. And that was when you could still negotiate before you were the first pick. Then you're looking at, you're staring at at Washington at two and three. Now think about this. Washington had just went to the, the playoffs. They had just went to the playoffs in a divisional round. And, and so seemingly they were on the ups. Dan Snyder had just taken over the team. All right. Now think about this piece of it. You have Brad Johnson at quarterback. Starting quarterback, you have Stephen Davis, big country in the backfield as your as your tailback. You have Skip Hicks as the the backup to him, which was a, an amazing one two pick, right? And, and then you have Michael Westbrook. You got Albert Connell on on the outsides. You have you have a John Jansen anchoring your your offensive line and Corey Raymer at at center. You you have on the defensive side of the ball, you have Champ Bailey. You have Daryl Green on uh, on the other side of the ball. You have Sean Barber. You you have Sam Shade at as safety. They had the makings of a Super Bowl roster before they even went into Daniel Snyder's first draft. Daniel Snyder's first draft pick ever was me. I was his first draft pick. So coming into the scenario, fellas, I'm looking at it like if I can't get to where Plex ended up at eight, I for damn sure want to go to D.C. because my family's from Virginia too. They're from Rocky Mount. So my whole family is either Steelers fans or Washington, you know, back then they were the Redskins, now Commanders. And, and so I grew up, I grew up with John Riggins, a, 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 a painting that my uncle, Uncle Gerald did, my uncle Brad. He did a painting of Daryl Green, um, uh, John Riggins, and, and a tight end. I don't even know who it was. I had them on my wall my entire time growing up, my entire time. I had Jack Lambert on my door, and I had these these pictures that my uncle painted uh, on on the top of my wall in my room. 
So I was almost destined to be a Washington. I, and and listen, I know we're using. Like, we can't. You know, it's 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 improper to use Redskins, but I'm I'm just going paint a picture here, and because I'm getting to your point. When I played Pee Wee League football growing up in Westview, I played for the Westview. The first team I ever played for was the Braves. The second team that I ever played for was the Redskins. And the third team I played for was the Chiefs. When I went to high school, which was the feeder league to my high school, I was a North Hills Indian. I was an Indian. So outside of of middle school, when I was on the north side with the Columbus, shots out to the north side, I was a Cougar which is funny because I ended up being a Nittany Lion, right? So I was a big cat all my life, and I've been an Indian all my life. My entire basketball or my entire football career, I was either an Indian or a cat. That's, that, that, was, that was my trajectory. So then I end up going in the draft to the Washington football team, and my relationship was so tight. I developed such an amazing relationship with Dan Snyder. Now, people didn't know that. People may not have known that, but me and Dan in the beginning, we were really, really tight. And so I like we'd be on the, the, the team trips, team team flights. I'd sit with Dan. Like like uh uh who was a uh, Dresner, Dred the other owner, he would get up, he'd go sit somewhere else and talk to some people and I would sit with Dan. We would play chess, we'd talk, you know, BS around different things like that. I I often tell the story when his father was ill um in in the hospital, I'd go sit with him. I'd be in the hospital with with his mother and with his dad who was 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 he had failing health. I'd sit with them. When he eventually passed on, I was a pallbearer in the in the funeral. This is how close I am to the owner. He's a I'm a pallbearer. So so the whole idea when people think that my my anger or my angst that plays out with Dan Snyder is is like kind of misplaced or I'm disgruntled or I it really had a a whole lot more to do with the personal relationship than it did with anything else. And I and I because at one I, point you guys were tight, obviously from what so you're ima- us. Um, imagine if you and I, if any of us, right, had fallen out over some money. I like you know this happens all the time. You loan some money to somebody that you tight with, and they don't pay you back, and act like that you never loaned it to them, and act <laughs> like or or act like something ain't right about it, and then try to like play you for for short, and then not only do they try to play you, but then they start talking bad about you to other people. Right. So that doesn't sit well when you know you had a strong relationship with that person. And that's kind of I guess maybe that's the dynamic that I've always failed to mention when I talk about because I go straight into jumping at him. Like I go straight at Dan Snyder. Like like I think he's a a, a coward. I, I think he's a scared little man. I think everything that he's ever done was based upon the insignificance that he had when he was growing up. That's how I used to come at him. But then I started thinking to myself, dig a little deeper, Var, like challenge yourself because, you know, the fans are starting to hate me because of how hard I'm riding on Dan Snyder. And all they can come up with is you're upset because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out in Washington. I would say 100% that is correct. (laughs) I was upset because of the way it didn't work out in Washington because I was always the best. 
I was always the best. I was the best in Pee Wee League. I was the best in high school. I was the best in college. I was the best coming into to the pros. And for a time, I was the best in the league. And 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 for for things to to fall apart the way that they did, based upon non football non football things, non football topics, it was all about my contract. And what I discovered was when when the money was involved, when when it came down to saving money or or creating space for the cap or creating space. Uh, creating more of a bottom line for what it was that that they were doing Dan Snyder was okay with sacrificing anything and anyone anything and anyone I believe he would sacrifice anyone I think I don't think anybody's off limits I don't think anyone and anything you can think of anyone you can think of I don't think they would be off limits to him making a a bottom line an extra dollar and I found that out the hard way because I had gave my loyalties, my my love, my admiration, my respect, my my reverence. I had given all those things to him and to into our football community because that's all I've known during my my career. All I knew was to give your love, give your loyalty, give your respect, give your reverence, give your admiration, give all of that to the community and to the team and and everything that's associated with it. Give it all to that. I did it in high school. I did it in college. I still do it with my college. I still do it with my high school to this day. The only level that I do not associate with is the pros. And it was because of how horrible the fracture was when I realized that business was bigger than personal when I was in the league. So to bring it full circle to what do I feel right now? What do I think right now? I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that that the, the fans, the people that I've grown to admire and, and to know and to love during my years and my time as as, as on that team. I'm glad if they're still alive. So a lot of the people that have passed on, it's been a quarter century, you know, uh, uh, for him uh, in, in in power. I'm just glad that that people may have the opportunity to enjoy being a fan again, because I think people lose sight of the fact that we are able to escape our realities through sports. And so if my favorite thing to do is to watch my football team every weekend, and that gives me my escape away from all of the pressures that I have to deal with and all of the problems that I have to deal with during the course of my week, I don't want those fans to have to continue to not have that relief or not have that moment where they can, you know, just enjoy a bear, enjoy the game, be happy about watching the game, be happy about supporting the team, because that is a community in itself. That is a community that matters. And so for me, when I look at this sale take place, it does mean a whole lot more to me than it probably does to a whole lot of other people, just for the simple fact that a lot of times this happens to players, or it happens to people within the organization, and you'd never see the realities that play out that's connected to it, fellas. But in this case, this man was so bad. He was so bad that it actually all came, well, not all of it came out, but a lot of it came out, and it led to his demise as the owner of that franchise, and it led to the demise of his his reputation, 
And that's something he earned. That's something that he earned. So I'm not piling on the dude. I think it's great for the city. I think it's great for the NFL. And I think it's a lesson to be learned here that if you think that money and power and being in charge is is a responsibility that you can take lightly, it's not because it's people's lives, it's people that are it's families that are involved in all of this. And you should really, really understand that to whom much is given, much is required. And you should ultimately be accountable for for being that type of a a figure in an organization such as an NFL franchise so I'll just say that I'm I'm happy for the fans for me it's been so long doesn't you know it's vindication for me more than anything else but that's about it fellas okay so obviously people that's listening and everybody behind the scenes we went really long I will want we'll ask another question about this topic when we come back from break uh for LeVar Sorry we went long. Fox Sports Radio up on game. We'll be <laughs> I right ain't back. sorry I went long. I'll get that off my chest. It's therapeutic for you, boy. Now, now we're going to get to the good part. We'll get to the good part <laughs> when we come back up on game. That's LeVar Arrington. That's Plasco yeah. Barris. I'm TJ Hushmanzada. Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in to Up On Game. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. And I told you guys before I let – one more question, LeVar, before we uh, leave this topic. But but before you do it, tell me about that progressive insurance, my guy. Because hold on, hold on, you, hold on, hold on. It, you, you definitely need to be insured. In fact, I'll do it for you. Progressive insurance, it makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. What you got? <laughs> I definitely went long. I, I, I went long, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, there's so much, there's so much to unload for me in terms of just – where where this topic is but but go ahead go i wanted ahead, to no. leave that topic the topic before we got anything else now with okay. josh harris and, and a new ownership group yeah um will you try to get back in with the organization that drafted you would you try to make things right with a fan base and j- just the team in general i i have no problem reconciling um, I, first of all, let me say this. There's nothing really to reconcile. I don't have a problem with the organization. I don't have a problem with the fans. The the fans who decided to hate me after everything took place, I can understand that. You're a fan of your team, and if you're that deep with your team, you're generally going to love your team. I saw my, my jersey get burnt. I was called all kinds of different names um, when I decided that it was best for me to pay for my freedom. A lot of people may not even realize I paid $2.5 million to be able to be released from the Washington team. I wasn't, I wasn't released or cut because I couldn't play. I paid for my freedom. And, and I just I would have rather given back Two, three, four, five million dollars. Now think about think about this now, because money is 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 a serious thing. I would have rather given back all that money to not work for that man than to accept that money and live under the notions and the understanding of what took place and what happened and and how he does things. That just wasn't what I wanted to do. So I never had a fracture with the team i did i did local radio i talked about the team i i I talked about all our teams if you ask me who my favorite teams are first it's all dc teams and then it's pittsburgh i'll never give up being a pittsburgh fan that's what i was raised on i grew up on that so my childhood teams outside of my family loving washington um was the steelers and it was the the pirates, but now since being in in Washington and the relationships I've built and the people that I know, Washington is is has always been my my jam. My parents still live in Upper Marlboro. 
I got a ton of family and friends that that live in the area. I always loved loved the community and loved the fans. That never stopped. So I don't think that it's about me needing to reconcile with the organization. I just don't know that it's a chapter that is even at this point relevant enough to to reopen, TJ. If I'm being honest, like I've I've spoken to a couple officials from from the team and I'm open. I'm not I'm not I'm not bitter towards towards the team. I'm I, I'm really I kind of I, I want to say I'm not bitter towards Dan Snyder, you although are. I you I, were I generally well I'll say this I'm bitter at how my my NFL career went I'm bitter at that because again when when you set out to be the best that you can be and something goes wrong um, and you're an ultimate competitor you 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 tend to run back things through your mind, what you could have done differently, how you could have done it better. So many different, you know, angles, so many different emotions, your family's involved in it. The conversations I've had to have, you know, in my home, you know, within with with my parents, with my spouse, with my kids, like there's a lot of a lot of elements here that play a part in how my pro career went. And and so for me, I don't even know if it's if it's worth opening, reopening the door. Like if I go in the stadium, am I getting booed? Like if if, like whatever it may be, I just don't want to be in a situation where something that's old now. Like you got to think like I I left I left Washington in 05. I went to I went to New York and played for the Giants. I had a cup of coffee with the Giants and with, with Plex and AP, and I was out. I was done. My first off, my heart was broken, and maybe people don't even realize how deep this s goes with with us as players. But my heart was was broke, and in a way, and in a way, so was my my spirit as it applied to everything that I had put into being what I could be as as the face of that franchise. I was a I was the face of that franchise. I was the captain of that team. I was the guy that people depended on that that the rookies came to and different things like that. And there was a there was a very very methodically thought out plan that was executed on diminishing me and assassinating me as as the face of that team and and i'll 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 always say it's crazy dan snyder brought in joe gibbs told joe gibbs what the deal was joe gibbs did it he's a coward for doing what he did people ask me about joe gibbs i'm not a fan of joe gibbs because i saw how he played the game and he bowed down to it instead of being a man and he claims he's a man of god and all that stuff like that that's fine but he bowed down to the pressure. Greg Williams, he bowed down to the pressure. Greg Blosh, he he bowed down to the pressure. Dale Lindsey, he bowed down to the pressure. All these people bowed down to what the wishes were as to how to approach. You could have you could have just benched me and said it's a contractual issue, and when we can move on from them, we're going to move on from them. You could have did that, and that that would have been what it was. But you got Joe Bugle and all these other coaches that I just named, and all these people that are coming out in in the media and saying that I'm too dumb to learn defenses and I can't play. Like even the when you talk about uh uh you know what you heard from from uh from coach uh, Marvin Marvin Lewis, you know, 
there was this there was a there was a stigma placed on me by Joe Paterno coming out of Penn State that I just did what I wanted to do when I played football. Like that was a stigma because I spoke up and I I spoke my truth. So people found it found it relevant to come at my my character or dis, discredit my intelligence because I I basically if anything if you know me if you know me I am as as meticulous as it gets when it comes down to things I care about and I cared about playing the game so I always studied the game instead of people looking at it as a positive that the things I was doing was based off of how much film I watched and how much prep I I did and how much I took from what my coaches gave me and then took it and independently created my own type of conclusions as to how I was going to approach the game within the game plan. I was painted out to be some renegade that was a freelancer and never knew a defense. So, I mean, but if you are a coach of that team, you're saying he's not doing what everybody else is doing. He's not doing what the defense is supposed to do. He's doing what he sees. And so can you see as a coach where they come from is – Oh, we want to do X, Y, Z, but LeVar sees this, so he's going to do that. What's interesting is is when you when you talk about a game like this, and I've been a coach since, right? I I think it's all about philosophies. So when you get into the philosophy and the beliefs and the ideas of of what you represent as a coach, there are some coaches that will sit there and they will embrace a player that has independent thinking and isn't a robot. And then there are coaches that want you to do exactly what it is. So if I'm making a play because I I know the tendency of, of what's taking place, I look at it, TJ's got a tight split. I know that TJ is about to crack this defensive end or he's coming to block me, the linebacker. I know this immediately based off of your alignment and what you do and what you don't do based off of how I've watched the film. You're not you're not there to take an inside release to run a crossing route. You're there to crack me. So now I've watched so much film. I know exactly what the play is going to be. I know exactly what the play is going to be. So within knowing what that play is, if I make a play that that leads to, uh, I don't know, it could be a change of downs, whatever it may. It could be a routine play. Nobody ever understands or or realizes what took place. It only happens when you miss a play. So if I've missed a play, I mean, I I would challenge people to say, for the times that I missed a play where you could sit there and be like, oh, oh, I told you, there it is. There's the one time he he messed up, he missed the play, and it's because he's a freelancer and he's undisciplined. Well, how many plays have you missed in your career, TJ? Plex, how how many plays have you missed? How many mistakes have you made? Like, players make mistakes. I've never seen anybody play a perfect game or not make a mistake. Now, if you want to take it a step further and say, it's because I don't know the defense, then you're inaccurate. If you want to say it's because I don't care about the integrity of the defense, then you're inaccurate. If I got fooled by a misdirection play, I got fooled by a misdirection play. And that's the thing. That's the thing about all of this is when you start to create narratives that are connected to players and then you keep pushing it and you keep pushing it and you keep driving it and you keep pushing it, people start to believe it, which is fine, which is fine because in all this time of people calling me what they called me, Joe did it to me in college. I was the number one rated player coming out in our draft. Think about this now. If you 
want to call me a freelancer and I'm, I'm, I'm dumb and I don't know what I'm doing and this and that and the other. How many dummies you've seen go number one, number two, number three in the draft? How many dummies? I'll challenge you. You're not going to find one dummy probably in the first round, maybe even in the second round. Now, they may be irresponsible in some of the decisions that they make, and it may lead you to make a decision in terms of you looking at their their character or whatever it may be. But I'll challenge you on this. Where's my character been in, in question? When have I ever been a person that isn't of good character? Or somebody that doesn't do what they're supposed to do for for the good of, of their 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 community, their family, their team, whatever it may be. I challenge anybody to find it. So when all of these narratives have come out and have surfaced about who I was and what was was representative of that, and it was all purely based off of a contractual issue that I had nothing to do with. I wasn't even in the contract negotiations. I just said do it so I could help the team. And then this is what ends up happening. It's just a lot to unload. <laughs> it's a lot to unload, TJ. Plex, it's well, a lot to ho- unload. Ho- ho- hopefully, yeah, so. uh, you, you got it out. Now we well, I ain't got it all out, but you know what I mean? But <laughs> it, it's all good. <laughs> it's well, all good. Hey, In well, the end, it's all good. Let, let, let's get uh, Isaac Lauren crying. I don't know. We got to go to trending. What, what, what you got, man? Let, let's, let's break the, uh, the news on, on something. I never missed a play. I don't know about you guys, but I never missed a play. You know, you know why I never missed a play? Why? If you're not good enough to make the team, you never miss a play. If you're not good enough to make the team, that's what I'm talking about. Speaking of players that were good enough to make the team, Team USA at the Women's World Cup. Because on Saturday, they won their opening match over Vietnam 3 to nothing. Sophia Smith scored a pair of goals. Lindsey Horan had the other. The United States outshot Vietnam 28 to nothing. Lionel Messi made his Major League Soccer debut on Friday night for Inter-Miami in a League's Cup match against Cruz Azul of Mexico. They were tied at one in second half stoppage time with Messi over the ball for a free kick on Apple TV. Here it is. Messi! And that was the winning goal of the match. Golf in round three of the Open. American Brian Harmon has a four-shot lead at 10 under par overall today in round three. He is even through nine. There is a three-way tie for second place at six under par overall between John Rahm, Jason Day, and Tommy Fleetwood. Rahm shot an eight under 63 in round three, his lowest score ever at a major. Finally, fellas, a bizarre story from college football. Florida A&M has suspended all football related activities after an unauthorized rap video that contained profane lyrics was filmed in its locker room with Florida A&M players appearing in the background. The song by rapper Real Boston Richie was entitled Send a Blitz. Head coach Willie Simmons said in a statement, quote, the language is not consistent with Florida AM's core values, principles, and beliefs. Unquote. Uh, guys, I'm not making this up. I actually reviewed the lyrics to Send a Blitz. The song contained 611 words. 58 of the 611 were words you cannot repeat on the radio. Back oh, to you. Oh. 9% for those of you scoring at home. Well, somebody had to unlock the wow. building that they 
did it in, I believe, as a locker room. So, uh, real Boston Richie has walked that team out, performed at halftime. So, I don't know what they're doing at Florida A&M. Hopefully, they can figure that out. But now, Lionel Messi, free kick, winning goal. Could there be any other finish than him doing? Like, that's almost – you can't script it any better. Comes from Europe. We'll get into that. We must take a break. Uh I'm sorry gonna, I rambled. I, gonna, I rambled. We we were supposed to get to Messi, uh, Messi before we, now. We'll, 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 apologies, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll yeah. get into that yeah. and just his talents. But we'll get into it when we come back. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio. Plexico Burris, LeVar Arrington, TJ Oshmazada. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, welcome back into the show. This is Up On Game. It's TJ Hushmanzada. It's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, fellas, Lionel Massey. Messy. I don't know why I like calling him Massey, but it is Messy. Messy. Uh, he had the game winning goal in, in, in his, his, his debut. Did you guys watch it? How did it make you feel? I didn't watch it. I saw the highlights of it. I was uh, we're watching the women's national team, yeah, uh, more so than major league soccer. It's gonna, for me. It's going to take a while before uh, major league soccer starts to grab my attention. That that leads me personally. But I will say, man, that free kick. <laughs> I have no idea how he <laughs> yeah, made. Yeah, I, yeah. That just is, is crazy. And I mean, that's why he's one of the best players in the world. Man, it's only fitting, you know, to, for him to make his debut and and come out victorious, uh, you know, like that in the end, man. It's just he's Lionel Messi, man. That's why he's arguably probably greatest, you know, football player of all time. Hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, when he was in the pub, was a couple, <laughs> a couple like, like last week, the Argentinian uh, uh, television was actually following him driving around. Yes, they were. Like from a helicopter. How crazy is that? I mean, you can't, the man can't even drive around this, uh, Miami without being under surveillance by his own country. It was just, I, and I, I believe they take them running through a red light or something of that magnitude. But, but, but good for Miami. And I may just go to the Major League Soccer game when Miami comes up comes up here to play the New Jersey Red Bulls. I mean just for the just for the you know the experience and to, I haven't been to a Major League Soccer game yet just like TJ. Um it's something that's going to have to grow on me but I, just like TJ I was watching the uh, World Cup women's game last night also. Hmm. I have I mean I'm I I go to well I used to go to the Washington um games to see them play and you know that's that was it's pretty cool experience being around the DC United players and um, Davies and all those guys. Do. Yeah, Freddie. <laughs> he came in at like what fourteen years old. Fourteen years old. I, yeah. always, I always thought he was older, but you know it is what it is. But <laughs> yeah, he's, probably, he's probably, he's probably forty two now. <laughs> I thought he was older than fourteen when they called him a phenom. But I digress. But uh, I mean, I think it's pretty cool for for the sport of soccer to have so much uh, excitement surrounding a player. I mean, right. I, I can't really recall there being this much excitement around the player and like generating kind of a little bit of of interest, even though it's like the most popular sport in the world. It just it, it's it's always taken, you know, kind of a backseat to, to probably football and basketball here in, in America. But I don't know. I thought thought it was pretty cool. It definitely was a dope shot. So shots out to, to Mr. Ma- Messi. That's it. That's all I got, man. You know, I know y'all expecting me to keep talking because I've been talking. I basically talked a whole lot. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all. But I appreciate y'all as my brothers allowing me to, to kind of, oh, you know, to, to let it let it go. You know, I, I let it. I, I pulled my trigger. I, I, shot, I shot what I was feeling, you know. Oh, that's that's the easy part, man. Just sit yeah. back and let's let you, uh, you know, yeah, get everything you out. need to get off your chest, man. And, uh, you know, with all due respect, um, People haven't heard that 
part of the story from you. Yeah. So it, it was good to for you know for you to get that out and for the fans of 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 the Washington Commanders and the city to understand your relationship with him and what you went through personally with the organization, man. So maybe you won't get booed when you go back and people will give you a standing ovation. <laughs> you never know. Because <laughs> maybe I might not go back. <laughs> but we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm going to take y'all with me if I go. How about that? We'll take y'all hey, with we'll, me. Man, we'll be right back. Second hour, up on game, Fox Sports Radio. Stay locked in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.